in the bustling city of New York, where the neon lights of Broadway compete with the honking of yellow taxis, there lived a struggling comedian named Max Ryder. Max had a dream, a dream to make the world laugh, to become a household name in the realm of stand-up comedy. However, reality seemed determined to keep him grounded. Max had been trudging through open mic nights and small clubs, trying to elicit laughs from the stoic faces of the city's night owls. Yet, success continued to elude him, leaving him with nothing but crumpled up rejection emails and a wallet thinner than his chances of making it big. One night, as Max wandered through the dimly lit streets, his head hung low, he stumbled upon an inconspicuous door sandwiched between a pawn shop and a convenience store. A flickering neon sign above it simply read, The Laughter Sanctuary. Intrigued, Max pushed open the creaky door, unsure of what he was about to discover. Inside, the air was thick with anticipation, and the low hum of laughter echoed through the walls. Max found himself in a room filled with aspiring comedians, each wearing a look of determination on their faces. In the center of the room stood a charismatic figure, Master Chucklemeister, the enigmatic leader of the sanctuary. Welcome, seekers of humor, boomed Master Chucklemeister. Here, we teach the sacred art of comedy. This is not your average comedy club, this is a comedy dojo, where ancient masters impart the wisdom of comedic timing through outrageous and physically demanding exercises. Max's skepticism bowed with his desperation, but something in the atmosphere made him decide to stay. Master Chucklemeister approached Max, sizing him up with a twinkle in his eye. You, young one, seem in need of the gift of laughter. Join us, and you shall discover the secrets that lie within. And so, Max became a member of the Laughter Sanctuary. The dojo was unlike anything he could have imagined. Ancient comedians adorned the walls, their laughter frozen in time. The disciples, a diverse group of comedians from all walks of life, were each on their own quest for comedic enlightenment. The training was rigorous. Master Chucklemeister led them through exercises that involved pratfalls, slapstick routines, and the art of timing punchlines with precision. They practiced their routines in a room filled with banana peels, whoopee cushions, and rubber chickens. Laughter echoed through the hallways as the disciples stumbled, slipped, and fumbled their way to comedic mastery. As the weeks passed, Max found himself transformed. The physical demands of the training not only built his stamina, but also honed his comedic instincts. He discovered the importance of timing, the power of surprise, and the magic of laughter that transcended language barriers. One day, after an especially grueling session involving juggling flaming torches while delivering punchlines, Master Chucklemeister called Max aside. You have shown great dedication, Max. The time has come for you to face the ultimate challenge, the stand-up stone. Max followed the master to a hidden chamber within the sanctuary. In the center of the room stood a large, ancient stone adorned with inscriptions that seemed to dance with the essence of laughter. Master Chucklemeister explained, Legend has it that this stone holds the accumulated comedic energy of generations. To harness its power, you must perform your most challenging routine in front of it. Nervously, Max stepped onto the designated spot and began his routine. The stone remained stoic, absorbing the energy of his words and movements. As he reached the climax of his routine, a burst of laughter erupted from the stone, filling the chamber with an otherworldly resonance. Max felt a surge of energy coursing through him. He had unlocked a new level of comedic prowess, and the ancient masters seemed to nod in approval. 
Master Chucklemeister congratulated him. You have proven yourself, Max. You are now a master of the sacred art of comedy. With newfound confidence, Max returned to the outside world. Armed with the wisdom he gained from the laughter sanctuary, he graced the stages of New York with a comedic presence that was impossible to ignore. His routines were met with thunderous applause, and he soon found himself headlining at renowned comedy clubs. Word spread about the laughter sanctuary, and comedians from all corners of the globe flocked to the hidden dojo to discover the secrets of timeless laughter. Max, now a revered figure in the comedy world, continued to pay homage to the place that transformed his life. And so, the laughter sanctuary thrived, its doors always open to those in search of the ancient and sacred art of making the world laugh. As Max's fame grew, so did the legend of the laughter sanctuary. The dojo became a beacon for comedians seeking a deeper connection to their craft. It wasn't just about getting laughs, it was about understanding the essence of humor and the profound impact it could have on people. The news of the Laughter Sanctuary's teachings reached even the most seasoned comedians, including the jaded and world-weary Miranda Steele, a former stand-up sensation who had lost her touch and fallen out of the limelight. Intrigued by the rumors, Miranda decided to embark on a journey to rediscover her comedic mojo. When Miranda walked through the creaky door of the Laughter Sanctuary, she was met with a mixture of skepticism and hope. The dojo had a way of humbling even the most egotistical of comedians. Master Chucklemeister welcomed her with a knowing smile, recognizing the flicker of desperation in her eyes. Miranda dove into the rigorous training alongside Max and the other disciples. The stand-up stone, once again, became the ultimate test of her comedic prowess. As she delivered her routine, a mixture of self-deprecating humor and razor-sharp wit, the stone remained silent. Doubt crept in, but Miranda pressed on. Just when she thought she had failed, the stone erupted in laughter that echoed through the chamber. Miranda felt a weight lift off her shoulders as if the stone had absorbed the heaviness that had burdened her for years. The ancient masters nodded in approval, recognizing the rekindled spark within her. Miranda emerged from the laughter sanctuary with a newfound passion for comedy. The once jaded performer now approached the stage with a gleam in her eye and an infectious energy that captivated audiences. Word of a revival spread across the entertainment industry, and soon, Miranda found herself back in the spotlight, headlining major comedy festivals and scoring her own Netflix special. The success stories of Max and Miranda drew even more comedians to the laughter sanctuary. Master Chucklemeister, seeing the growing community, decided to organize an annual event called the Comedy Carnival. It was a celebration of laughter, where comedians from around the world gathered to share their unique comedic styles and learn from one another. The Comedy Carnival became a melting pot of cultures, languages, and comedic traditions. Comedians engaged in friendly competitions, exchanged tips and tricks, and, most importantly, forged bonds that transcended the stage. The Laughter Sanctuary had evolved into a global hub for comedic enlightenment. As years passed, the Laughter Sanctuary continued to thrive, adapting to the ever-changing landscape of comedy. It embraced new technologies, incorporating virtual training sessions and online forums to connect comedians from distant corners of the globe. The ancient masters, though immortalized in the dojo's walls, seemed to smile approvingly at the evolving art form they had dedicated their lives to. Max and Miranda, now revered as legends in the comedy world, continued to guide the next generation of comedians. 
They had become the keepers of the laughter sanctuary, ensuring that the sacred teachings endured for generations to come. And so, the laughter echoed through the halls of the laughter sanctuary, a timeless haven where the spirit of comedy thrived, transcending the boundaries of time and culture. The annual comedy carnival grew into a phenomenon, drawing not only comedians but also comedy enthusiasts and curious onlookers. The event expanded beyond the confines of the laughter sanctuary, taking over the streets of New York City. Comedy tents, stages, and pop-up performances turned the city into a vibrant celebration of laughter. The success of the comedy carnival caught the attention of television networks, and soon, it became a televised event, broadcasting the magic of comedy to millions around the world. The Laughter Sanctuary's teachings reached an even broader audience, inspiring people to embrace the transformative power of humor in their lives. With the global spotlight on the Laughter Sanctuary, a wave of interest surged, and the dojo expanded its reach. Sister sanctuaries opened in different cities, each led by seasoned comedians who had undergone the rigorous training of the original sanctuary. The laughter movement spread like wildfire, creating a network of comedic dojos across continents. The sanctuaries became more than just training grounds, they became hubs for social change. Comedians from diverse backgrounds used their craft to address social issues, challenge norms, and unite people through laughter. The laughter community evolved into a force for positive change, proving that comedy could be a catalyst for understanding, empathy, and connection. Back at the original laughter sanctuary, Max and Miranda continued to mentor new disciples. The once struggling comedian and the jaded veteran had become the heart and soul of the laughter revolution. Their wisdom and experiences resonated with those seeking not just fame, but a deeper connection to the art of making people laugh. One day, as Max sat in the courtyard of the laughter sanctuary, he noticed a familiar face approaching. It was a young comedian named Mia, armed with a notebook filled with scribbles and dreams of comedic glory. Max welcomed her with a warm smile, recognizing the same hunger for laughter that once burned within him. Mia embarked on her comedic journey within the hallowed halls of the laughter sanctuary. The training pushed her boundaries, tested her resilience, and molded her into a comedic force to be reckoned with. The stand-up stone, now weathered by years of laughter, absorbed Mia's performance with a knowing embrace. As Mia stood in front of the stone, her routine unfolding with a perfect blend of wit and charm, the stone responded with a laughter that seemed to carry the echoes of all the comedians who had stood in that very spot. Max watched with pride, realizing that the legacy of the laughter sanctuary was in good hands. The laughter movement continued to thrive, its impact spreading far beyond the stages and screens. The world, once burdened by its troubles, found solace in the healing power of laughter. The Laughter Sanctuary, with its timeless teachings and evolving traditions, stood as a testament to the enduring spirit of comedy. And so, as the sun set over the city that never sleeps, the Laughter Sanctuary remained a beacon of joy, a sanctuary where the art of laughter transcended generations, cultures, and boundaries, leaving an indelible mark on the world. <laughs>